This is, uh, is, is dedicated for the Matzah and Yisrael to protect those that need it. Um, and Lezechen Nishas Ramosha Ben Renachman Alevi and Rameir Ben Ramosha Baruch, I believe it's the name. Rameir Ben Ramosha Baruch. Okay, so we're up to Daf Samach Ches Amid Beis. We are. Hare Chazara, Chazar Karen Labailam. The first word on the line is Bailam. Let me just review what's going on over here. Today's daf is it's 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 actually it's pretty interesting. It's not very complicated. It's just like a cheshbon. So we had yesterday a discussion. We were trying to figure out whether Yish on his own is kaina or not. We were going down that uh, that whole uh, rabbit hole. So we said we wanted to bring a raya. The raya was from as follows. The raya was from the following case. If you steal an item and then you're magdishit, and then you're tavach, you pay kefal, but you don't pay dalit behei. So the simple case is, I steal an item from Gavin, I vegana from magdishit, and then I slaughter it, I don't pay dalit behei. Why? So the Gemara said like this, well, for me to be able to be magdishit, by definition, it means that he was miyayish, because if he wasn't miyayish, I can't be magdishit, which means there's yish, I'm magdishit, and I don't pay dalit behei because I'm not slaughtering his animal, I'm slaughtering God's. The implication would be that if it wasn't Hegdish and I slaughtered it, I would pay Dalit Vehei. Even though it's after Yish, so you see that Yish uh, on its own is, is, uh, is not enough to be kind of, because if it was kind of, there wouldn't be Dalit Vehei. The, the, the truth is, the proof is not really relevant. The Gemara rejected it. The Gemara says, no, 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 you misunderstood the case. What's the case? The case is not where the Ganif is Magdisha. The case is, I steal from Gavin, and Gavin is Magdisha. So it's not at all related to our discussion. So the Gemara said, wait a minute, how could the owner be Magdashit if the other person stole it? It's not, even though there's no Yish, it's not in his house, it's not in his dominion anymore. Didn't Rav Yochanan say that to be Magdash an animal, you have to be in physical control of it? Right now you're saying that if I steal it from him, even though he's not Miyayish, he could be Magdashit, I'm on the opposite side of the world. I thought Rav Yochanan said that doesn't work. So the Gemara said... You're right. It's not like Rav Yochanan. It's like the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentions that there were tznuim. The tznuim were the chash of the people that they would do is every every day they, if there were people that had if they had netaravai, which is fourth year fruits that had to be eaten in Yerushalayim, if people stole from them after it was stolen, so let's say it's stolen in the morning that night, they would say they would set aside money and say whatever was stolen should be mukudish. You see that they could be magdish something even though it's not. Right? Netarvai has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. So people were stealing from them and they were eating the fruit, they were taking it and going to eat it outside of Yerushalayim. So to protect the Ganovim from being over in Avera, they would take the money and say, that which was stolen is mechulol onto this cash. Oh, so this was stolen in no, outside of Yerushalayim. It has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. It's Netarvai. No, I understand that. So the, the, the guy steals it in Yerushalayim. They're not, they're, not, they're not taking Yerushalayim, they're Ganovim. I didn't say what we were supposed to do. They're supposed to go to Yerushalayim. So he steals it, he eats it in... No, no, he, he steals it. He's not bringing it to Yerushalayim. They want to protect him, so they transfer the holiness onto cash. Like you do with all Netarvai. The Chiddush is, they're doing it after it's stolen. So you see that you could be mugged or something after it's stolen. Rabbi Yechanan is not like that tonight. The fourth year fruits must be eaten in Yerushalayim. I understand that, but when, when it's Magdish in, in Haifa, it's Makdish outside of Yerushalayim. That's what right. it means. And must be brought to Yerushalayim. Money goes to Yerushalayim. Or the fruit. Yeah. Or the fruit. But the, in, 
yes, yes. The point is that Tana, so the case is where the, the, the owner is being Magdashit after the Ganav took it. I, Raviachan says it doesn't work, but it's following that mission called Tsunuim. So, fine. Now, the Gemara just has one last point in the Mishnah before we finish up. One last point. So, what's the case? The case is, again, I steal from Gavin. No Yish. Gavin, the owner, is Magdashit wherever I am. I slaughter it. I don't pay Dalit Vehei because it belongs to Hashem, because he was Magdashit. Okay. One last point, though. The Gemara says, but what, what do I pay? The Mishnah says, I don't pay Dalit Vehei, I pay Kefil. Let me ask you a question. Why do I pay Kefil? He's Magdashit. So, no, he, he used it. You, you have to pay Kefil when, you retur- when I take an item from you and I don't give it back to you, I have to pay Kefil. If you're Magdashit, you're using the item. You used it. Well, what do I have to pay Kefil for? No, it's not a class. What do I have to pay Kefil for? Oh, I know the answer. It's not a spoiler. It's not a class. I was like, it's not, what, what do I pay Kefil for? It's not, it's not. So funny. I'll tell you after it's something hilarious. But the point is, what do I have to pay Kefil for? Meaning, the whole Indian of Kefil is when I steal something from you and I don't give it back to you, I have to give Kefil. You're telling me the case is I steal it from you, but you're Magdashit. So you used it. It's yours. You used it. The same way in ownership means usage. So you could use it by going to the store and spending and, and buying something with it. You could use it by eating it. You're Magdashit. So what do I have to pay Kefil for? It doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, Hare Chazra, Hare Chazra, Karen Labailim. So what do I have to pay careful for? If you tell me this is the case, and you're Magdashit, so you used it. What do I have to pay careful for? The answer is, Kisha'am Devedin. Here's the case. The case is, I steal it from Gavin. Gavin's the owner. I steal it from him. I'm taken to court, and I am told in court, you have to pay. You're Chayef Kefil. I'm already Chayef Kefil. Then after I'm Chayef Kefil, you're Magdashit. So it's still the Hegdish works. I still don't pay Dalad Vahey. I why do I pay Kefil? You're Magdashit. The answer is because I was Chayef to Kefil before you're Magdashit. Meaning, if I steal an item and you're Magdashit, I don't have to pay Kefil. You used it. You used the item. What's the, why would I have to pay Kefil? You, 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 you used it the same way if it was a chocolate bar and you ate it, so you were Magdashit. So I have to pay Kefil for it. The answer is the cases where I was taken to court told court order that I have to pay Kefil, Chayef Kefil, then you're Magdashit. Okay, I still have to pay Kefil. Court order doesn't go away. Fine. The issue is that you were Chayef Kefil afterwards, that, that there was a time span. It's not, it can't be because the court says you're Chayef Kefil. This is a time span between when you stole I, d- I don't understand what you said. What do you mean? No, there's Hamad of I steal an item. Correct. I have to return it to you. If you're able to be Magdashit, you used it. What do I have to return it to you for? Right. So the answer is, I was Chayv and Kefel from Bezdin before you were Magdashit. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. So that means it had to be a time span between okay. when you were Magdashit. When you were. You, you Bezdin were, says Monday morning, pay him back. Monday night, you're Magdashit. What's the problem? So the Gemara says. Hey, dummy, wait, wait a minute. One last point. One last point. If Bezdin actually court-ordered me to return it, then what did the Mishnah say? What did the Bryce say? If I slaughter it, I don't have to pay dollar pay. Why? Because it belongs to Hashem. Forget about that. The halacha is that when court orders you to return something, when the court orders you to pay kefil and to return the item, to, to return the item and pay kefil, at that point, 
that debt, that, that sort of geneva sort of ends. You just owe them money. If you then slaughter it, forget about hegdish. Even if it wasn't hegdish, I wouldn't have to pay dalad v'hei. Why? Because right now, I convert from a ganef to a gazlan. Meaning, there is no dalad v'hei by a gazlan. There's only dalad v'hei by a ganef. A gazlan is where you know the thief. If I steal an item from you, and I am court-ordered to return it, and to pay kefel, and then I don't, and I slaughter it, forget about hegdish. Stam, I steal an item from you. I steal a cow from you. Bezdin calls me up, takes me to court, says return the item, and pay kefal. Full court order stamp. I then slaughter, do I pay dalavet? No. Why? Because the second I'm chayiv to return it to Bezdin, that case sort of comes to a close. I just now owe you money. If I then slaughter it, it's a new act of not geneva, but gazela, because you know who I am. So forget about, see, if you're telling me the case is where I steal it from Gavin, Gavin's the owner, he's magdishit, I'm chayiv to pay kefil, because Bezdin found me to be chayiv to kefil, I'm magdishit, then I slaughter it, I don't pay dalad v'hei. The reason why I don't pay dalad v'hei is not because it's hegdish, I don't pay dalad v'hei because the second I'm court ordered, official court ordered to return it, I am now, if I then slaughtered, I am a goslin because I'm doing a new act of theft, but you know who I am, brazenly. So why are you saying that it's not chayv dal behe because it's hegdish? It's not chayv dal behe because it's an act of gazela. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, hey chidami, I don't understand. If Bezdin officially gave the psak that you have to return the item, my area hegdish, then why does it say I'm not chayv dal behe because it's hegdish? If you loy hegdish nami loy, then even but even if it wasn't hegdish, I wouldn't have to pay. Why? Didn't Rabbi say if a bezdin finds the robber guilty and they say you have to return the item, the, return the cow and pay kefel and then he slaughters a potter. Forget about hegdish, he's potter. Why? My time a kivanta paskula milse because the second they found him guilty fully v'tavachumacher havali gazlin. So the second he's that's a new act of theft, but it's not kaneva, it's kazelo because you know who I am and I'm doing. It brazenly, the gazlin ain't a mishalom tashlumi arvachamisha, and a gazlin doesn't have to pay. So the Gemara says, "What's the case? A chayivatin liten loy." But if Bezdin, let's say, says chayivatin liten loy, which is you have to pay kefil, but they didn't officially give the last court order, so they gave the psak, but they didn't finish the psak. Then Then, if you slaughter it, it's a continuation of the original Geneva, and then you're Chayv Dalad So our case, says the Gemara, my time akivin delay Paskua Milsa, because it's not the official fully psak, Akati Ganavu, you still have a continuation of that original theft. So too, So our case has to be that. Meaning, the cases I steal from Gavin, he's Magdashit. I'm found in guilty in court, but they did not. They started telling me the psak, but they said chayvet, but they didn't give me the official psak, so I'm still the original ganef. I then slaughter it. I only don't have to pay dalad because it's hegdish. Had it not been hegdish, I would be chayv dalad to pay dalad That's the case. The chayv, the seitain loy was the original psak. Chayvat and litain is the beginning of the court order, but seitain loy is the original, the fi- final, boom. Once they do that, then that geneva comes to a close. That, that's, Parsha is over, and now I just owe you money. If I then slaughter, it's a new act called an act of gazela. How much time does he have to How much time does he have to return the cow? Well, he's supposed to do it right away. But once once it's found, but then it's just money owed to him. Then it's like any it's like it's like any other money. It's a debt. The the gneva is over. Once the psak is found, it, the gneva the act of gneva comes to a close, and now it's just a debt owed to you. So what's that got to do with the cow? Why is it the cow is kind of out of the picture? Correct. That's the point. And therefore, if you slaughter it. It would be just a new act of gazela, 
because it's you're saying it's not even gzela. Yeah, because I'm supposed to, I'm still supposed to turn that item. I mean, I'm told to return that item. No, that's interesting. Okay, it's an interesting point. I guess the Gemara perceives that that act is over, but you're obligated to return the item like a shimer, and then if you slaughter it, that's exhale. Right? That's exhale. That's not a ganaf. That's exhale. Okay. New. So when they, I mean, basically they say, like, go pay him, and then there's the other thing, but to finalize it, say you're obligated to pay him. Yeah. Is that done like in It sounds like it should be done back to back. I guess the cases where they started it, but then they were like, go to lunch. <laughs> It must be, where they were like, in the middle of talking, they were like, you know what, recess, uh, they would go, and then that's where you did it. It must have been a very specific, or they made a mistake, uh-huh. or Bezdin just forgot to say the right Lashen, but probably there was a break in, in the proceedings, where Bezdin's like, listen, you're officially guilty, but, uh, you know, uh, the, the cipher's not here to write it up, come back in an hour for lunch, and then during that hour is where you slaughter, that, that you have to say. Now, the rest of the daf is actually very, it's a one cheshben, it's very easy, it's a very, not easy, it's a cheshben, but it's a very interesting cheshben. We said yesterday, one of the points was, Rav Yechanan Shita, is that you cannot be magdish something that's not in your domain, right? If something is stolen from you, even if there's no yish, you can't be magdish anymore, because it's not beisai, it's not brashusai, it's not yours anymore. It's, it's yours halachically, but it's not practically in your domain. So we said, I... Didn't the Bryce's say that you could? The answer is that Bryce is following that Tsunuin with the Netaravai thing. Here's the problem. The problem is Rav Yechanan always passes like a Stam Mishnah. That Tsunuin is a Stam Mishnah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a straight contradiction. Rav Yechanan is saying you can't be Magdish something that's not Prashusai. The Tsunuin, which is a Stam Mishnah, says you could. So we said yesterday, oh, they're just not seeing eye to eye. Rav Yechanan always passes like a Stam Mishnah. That's the problem. So the Gemara says, Gufa, I'm Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan said yesterday, Gazav If there's gzela, but there's no yish, Shneim You cannot be magdishit. The Ganav can't, because it's not his halacha, because there's no yish. And the owner cannot be magdishit, even though it's still his, because it's not under his domain. Dominion. Did Rav Yechanan actually say that you cannot be magdish something that's not in your domain? But didn't we say that and held you could? And Rav Yechanan said, Halacha, Hamar, Rav Yechanan, Mishnah. We know that Rav Yechanan always says the Halacha is Mishnah. Now we're going to see this whole Mishnah, which is the Tznuin Mishnah, but we'll see the whole Mishnah. And you'll see that the Tznuin statement, the Tznuin just means the Hasidim. Like the, 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 the careful people in Halacha would do this act of being Magdish something that was stolen from them to protect the Ganavim. That's a Stam Mishnah. So how could he not go with the Tznuin? Utsnan. Okay, Karim Ravai, which again, Karim Ravai is fourth year fruits, must be eaten to your shalim. If you can't bring it to your shalim, you have to transfer the holiness onto cash. So, Karim Ravai, Adama. So, during the, during the Shemitah, the big problem was people are just going into people's fields, taking stuff. They're allowed to. The problem is that's Netar Ravai, that has to be eaten to your shalim. So, they would put up signs basically saying, This is Netar Ravai, do not, uh, do not, no, you could touch. Or transfer the holiness, meaning you do, do not eat outside of Yishalayim. What was the sign? Hold so the mission. You had a field. Everybody was allowed to come in because it's Shemitah. Shemitah. But there was still Karen Revai. That the Revai doesn't can. It's not canceled by Shemitah. It's the fourth year fruit. It's I'm saying it's still the fourth year. Arla is not canceled by Shemitah either. Shemitah doesn't cancel that. So what they would do? So tonight, Karen Revai, Haimitzayis, and Isa bekatuzes adama. They would take clods of dirt and put it near there, and that was the sign. Why? Piles of dirt. Why was that the sign? So simna ki adama. The reason why they use this is because netarvai is similar to the earth. In so, in, in what way? Madam ikanamine. Just like the earth can be used. Avhai 
So to over here, it's not osir, it just has to be fixed. Just like the ground, if you work it properly, it will yield fruit. So to this netter of I, if worked properly, meaning transfer the holiness, brought it to Yushalayim, whatever you do, it could be workable. Now the, let's keep going in the Mishnah. Shall Orla, now Orla becharasis. Orla was always marked with uh, pottery. Why? Simna charasis, ma charasis just like pottery, if you plant, it's not, uh, it's not a good idea to plant fruit in a pottery. It will not yield enough to actually help you. So just like uh, pottery is not conducive to planting, af hai leslie hanamine, said to this fruit, which is Orla, you cannot benefit from. And shall kvarim, and just as an aside, if there was ever a kever in your backyard, you obviously have to mark it to make sure that kaihanim don't go near it. Besid, they would put it with lime. Why? Simna because lime is white like bones. This mamcha b'shayvich, and uh, the custom was they would dissolve lime and put it on the kvarim and make the make the kever. They would cover the tombstone with lime. I'm just wondering about Rabbi Yochanan. So we like they say Rabbi Yochanan holds like a Stam Mishnah. Doesn't all, doesn't everyone hold like a Stam Mishnah? No, Rabbi Yochanan Shita was that the halacha always follows the Stam Mishnah. No, no exceptions. Yeah, I know, but what I mean, other Tanom or Amor. No, the, 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 the fact that you know that halacha Stam Mishnah is from Rabbi Yochanan. He he was the one who made that famous. Oh, okay. So but, he, but everyone holds that since then. But Rabbi Yochanan was always the one who said halacha Stam Mishnah. So. The Gemara says, right. uh, Now, they would, they, would, they would cover the kavarim with lime because to make it white. Okay, so far so good. Um, Rav Shimon Gamliel says, This concept that they would mark Arla and mark Netaravai to stop people from eating it, says Rav Shimon Gamliel, You only do this during Shemitah because people legitimately are allowed to go to your backyard and you want to protect them. Because it's the question is, is there any Indian for me to protect, for me to put up signs during the other years? No. Why? What are you concerned about? That someone's going to steal from your property and they're going to eat Arla? Let the Russia go die. Meaning, I, I'm not, I don't have to protect Rishon. They could do whatever. This is a big suki, by the way. And the whole concept. But the point is, I don't have to protect Rishon. You want to steal from me? I'm not telling you whether it's Arla or not. Enjoy your Arla. Ah, it's Arla? You shouldn't be a thief. That's a Shingon wheel. Comes the Mishnah, but he concludes but, but, without... Before we had the whole subject with Tznuin. Oh, comes the Mishnah, had Tznuin, but the Mishnah says, but the Tznuin, although Rishon Leel says it's not necessary, but the Tznuin people that were careful and very careful in Halacha, Manichanes Amais, they would actually place aside money, Oimrim at night, they would say, Whichever what was taken today, was stolen, shall be transferred. So Tznuin would take a transfer, all the money that was stolen, all the items that were stolen that day, that night, they would transfer Transfer it onto cash. And so now, the huh? No, 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 in their house. They would, they would put it in their house. At night, they would say, they would take $5 and say, whatever was stolen from me today, th- throughout the years, whatever was stolen should be transferred. So you tznuin are the ones who say that you could be makdish something that was stolen from you. So, oh, so th- and there's no name, because it's a Stam Mishnah. So the Gemara says, oh, so you see, how could Rav disagree with it? It's a Stam Mishnah. So you say, wait a minute. Maybe the Tznuin is not a Stam Mishnah. Maybe it's Rishingam Liel keep talking. Maybe this is one statement Rishingam Liel. It's not necessary, but the Tznuin would do this. 
Here's the problem. We also pass like Rishim Gamliel. Halacha follows Rishim Gamliel always. So either this is a Stam Mishnah and we should pass like it, or it's Rishim Gamliel and we should pass like it. Either way, we should pass like it. So how could Ravi Yechanan pass like it? That's the problem. So the Gemara says, We always pass like Rishim Gamliel. Except for those three cases. The point is, we always pass like Rishim Gamliel. So how is Rav Yechon not passing like this Mishnah? Either, because again, Rav Yechon says you cannot be magdish something that was stolen from you. This Mishnah says you can. Either this is a Stam Mishnah, not like Rav Yechon, or it's a Shugam Liel, not like Rav Yechon. So the Gemara says, Omri, okay, here's where, let, let me explain to you what's going to happen over the next 15 minutes, not very long, the next Amid. We have a problem here. Rav Yechonon is not like this Stam Mishnah. So what eventually we're going to say is, you're right. But he has another Stam Mishnah that he follows. Perfect world. But before we do that, we're going to now try to change the Tznu and Shita, which will lead us to a contradiction, which we will have to then change, which will lead us to a third contradiction. We will have to change. And then at some point, we're going to say, we can't keep doing this. Let's go back to the original problem and say, you know what? He's talking not like the Tznu, but he has another Stam Mishnah in his back pocket. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to make it that, you know what? He could work with the Tznu and how? Omri The Tznuin did not say what you think. What do you think the Tznuin said? Nilkat. Nilkat means the past, meaning every night they would take money and say, whatever was stolen from me today is now holy. They're being magdish, something that's stolen. Not like Rebbe No, no, no. It's mislakit. They would do it in the morning. Before it was stolen, when it was still theirs, and they would say, whatever will be stolen from me today shall be holy. So it... So Rav Yochanan has no issue with this. It's not a case of being magdish something that's stolen. It's they're being magdish something before it's stolen. So they're just being, they're just doing the netzervai early. That's Correct. Now, here's the deal, though. But here's something to remember. This is an example of what's called brera. Before it's being stolen, before it's being stolen, they're saying whatever will be stolen, livarer, retroactively, I am making this is the concept of Brera, which is right now it's not done yet, but when it's done, I want to retroactively clarify. So right now I'm putting away $5. There's a thousand pounds of apples in front of me. In today, the people are going to steal five apples. Retroactively, those five apples are already, are not holy. That's an example of Brera. But put that aside. The point is, you're right. All of a sudden, we really took the teeth out of the tznuin. Like before, they were like, me magdish something that stole the answers. No, they're not. They're just doing it before. It is prayer, but that's not the biggest chiddush. The point is, they would just do it before. Here's the problem. Here's the issue. So you're telling me that the tznuin are not talking about being magdish something that's already stolen. They're preemptively being magdish, which is not the biggest... Why is that taking away why is it negative about the Tznu? It's, it's negative. never negative. The Tznu are always great. Tznu are very chashev. They're going above and beyond the letter of law. The point is, no, what I mean is it's taking away like the Chiddush of their Shita. They're not getting involved in being magdish something that's stolen. They're just preemptively. Here's the problem. Umi hachi. There's no way that's what the Tznuin meant. Because the problem is, Amr Yechon himself said, Tznuin veravdaisa amrudavarechev. Rav Yechonon used to say that the Tznuin and Rav Dosa both said the same thing. Now, we know what the Tznuin said, or at least we, we have two options of what the Tznuin said. Either the Tznuin were saying, Magdish is something that's already stolen or preemptive, but it's not stolen yet. Here's the problem. He said that Tznuin and Rav Dosa are, are in lockstep. What was Rav Dosa, Shita? Rav Dosa said like this, Titania, okay, so the halacha is, there's a concept called, uh, there's a concept called um, uh, uh, Leket. Leket is where if you are, you drop 
two sheaths. Sheaths? Are they called? Two uh, pieces of grain. You, you can't pick them up. You have to leave them for, for the poor people. But if you drop three or more, they're still yours. Here was the problem. The problem is you're working. You're dropping stuff left and right. Now, every time you drop two or less, poor people. Three or more, you. Here's the problem. Poor people don't know halacha so much. They just, they know they can pick up the stuff from the ground. Oftentimes, three things were dropped, which is technically still the owners, and they would take it. So the problem is that the poor people really over a lot of theft. Not, 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 not willingly, they just didn't know halacha. So they would do a similar thing. The tznuin thing for the netaravai, they would do a similar thing for the poor people. Rav Dosa said what they would do is that night, uh, they would basically be mafkir retroactively everything that was stolen from them. So the Gemara says, Rav Yehuda Oimer, Shachris, in the morning, they would preemptive. Rav Yehuda would say the Brer. Again, there's two options of what the Tznuin said. You either did, they were either mechalalit after it's stolen, and it's a Chiddush that you could be makdish something after it's stolen, or they would preemptive it, and it has to do with Brer. Similar thing, the two options by Tznuin is Rav Yehuda and Rav Dosa by Leket. Rav Yehuda would say, Shachris, every morning, they would preemptive, and they would say, Balabayis, Oimer, Oimer, the sharecropper, whatever, the owner of the field would say every morning, whatever will be taken from me today will be hefker. Preemptive brera. Yeah, well, a little bit. This is just regarding look it. That's regarding that's Rav Rav Daisa says, Latusi Erev, Daisa says, no, they would do it at night. They would say, whatever was stolen from me today is Hefker. Rav Yochanan said that Rav Dosa and the Tznuin are saying the same thing. So you can't tell me that the Tznuin were saying, one is Leket, one's Netzeravai. Very similar. What's the difference if you're saying it before or after? Because if you're saying it after, you're saying a Chiddush, that you could be mafker something that's stolen from you. If you're saying it's before, you're just preemptive, but you're saying that there's a concept called Brera. You're both using different uh, mechanisms in Halacha. One is Brera, and one is that you could be mafker or Magdish or Mechal, something that's stolen from you. So the Gemara says, See, so here's the problem. You're telling me that the Tznuin were not doing this after the fact. They were doing it retroactively, preemptive. Here's the problem. Rav Yochanan said that the Tznuin and Rav Dosa said the same thing. And Rav Dosa was definitely talking after the fact. So the Tznuin are also talking after the fact. Here's the Gemara's answer. Again, here's the, here's the problem. We started that Rav Yochanan doesn't work with Tznuin. But Tznuin is Mishnah. So he said, no, no, no. The Tznuin were not talking about after the fact. They were talking preemptive. But Rav Yochanan said that the Tznuin are like Rav Dosa. And Rav Dosa was after the fact. So how could and be preemptive? The answer is change Rav Dosa. Rav Dosa was also preemptive. So the Gemara says, Switch Rav Dosa. Here's the question though. The Gemara says, Why are you changing Rav Dosa and Rav Yehuda's shitas? Meaning, Rav Dosa was, now Rav Dosa and Rav Yehuda are switched. So Rav Yehuda is actually saying they would do it pre, uh, uh, after the fact, and Rav Dosa was the one who was preemptive, as opposed to the vice versa. Why are you switching Mishnayis? Apchel Rav Yochanan, switch Rav Yochanan. Ve'ema, what was the problem? Because Rav Yochanan said that the Tznuin and Rav Dosa said the same thing. Why not keep Rav Dosa and Rav Yehuda as is, and say that Tznuin and Rav Yehuda said the same thing? The Gemara said, Tznuin Rav Yehuda, Amr Why are we switching Rav Dosa and Rav Yehuda? There's other ways to get out of this. Here's the, the reason why. The way it was originally taught was that Rav Yehuda said they would do it in the morning. In the morning, they would be mafker, whatever will be taken, was stolen from today. Rav Dosa said after the fact. Here's the problem with that. Besides for the fact that Rav Dosa and the Tznuin are now no longer the saying the same thing, here's the problem. 
Rav Yehuda and Rav Dosa, Rav Yehuda and Rav Dosa, Rav Yehuda and Rav Dosa, the way it was originally taught, that Rav Yehuda was saying, in the morning, we're going to be mafker what will be. That is using the rules of Brera. Rav Yehuda doesn't believe in Brera. You had to switch it anyway. Rav Yehuda does not believe in the concept of Brera, at least according to this possibility right now. The Gemara says, Amri, You have to switch it anyway. Rav Dosa and Rav Yehuda do not work. You have to switch it anyway. Why? Because right now, Rav Yehuda holds of Brera. That in the morning, you would say, whatever will be stolen from me is... Livarer is Hefker, is retroactively uh, Hefker. The problem is that doesn't work. Review doesn't believe in Brera. How so? Okay, go to the next page. Here's the deal. Um, you, 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 you have a bottle of wine that on Friday night you realize you realize um, was not separated Shumas and Mises properly. So what do you do? So there's different opinions as to what you can do. So one opinion says, now what you really should do, forget about the forget about the fact that it's Shabbos, which is itself a problem. You want to be able to, so what you should do is just pour off, you have a bottle of wine, so you have to separate truma and meiser, pour off a little truma, pour off a little meiser, but you don't have cups, and you're like, listen, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to declare that an eighth of this bottle is meiser, a tenth of the bottle is truma. I'm just going to drink to the very end. Stop. And then Brera will tell me that what I drink was not Trumas and Maestris, and what I left is Trumas and Maestris. If I believe in Brera, that's a very legitimate option. Rav Yudas says no good. Why? Because he doesn't believe in Brera. So you had to switch the Mishnah anyway. So the Gemara says, You buy wine from Kutim, who according to this opinion were Jews, but we're not careful with Trumas and Maestris. So you have to separate Trumas and Maestris. It's Friday night. Here's what you're supposed to do. You don't have to separate it. Just keep drinking, but here's what you say. The two lugan that are gonna, I'm going to separate, Harei and Truma. There, I'm separating Truma. Ve'asara Maiserishin, and a tenth is Maiserishin, and Tisha Maisersheni, and nine lugan are are Maisersheni. Umeichal, v'shoisemiyat. You could drink it. Just make sure that you leave at the bottom of the bottle, and then retroactively livreira. There is. It'll be separate Trumas and Maises. Divreir That's our mayor holds because our mayor holds in Breira. Correct. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yosef, Rav Shem they disagree. They say, no good. No such thing. They don't believe in Brera. Oh, so we had to switch the opinions anyway between Rav Yehuda and Rav Dosa because Rav Yehuda doesn't believe in Brera. So or just, that's not an option. It's not an option. So the Gemara says, that's a separate issue. You can do it. Just You, you can do it if it's Friday at Ben Ashmashas. Omri, Soif Soif, Amaika, Apex Lamasisan, Mishim Dekashi, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, we still have a problem. What's the problem? Okay. Right now we're saying that Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan believes that when you steal an item, you cannot be magdashah because it's not in your domain. I, that's new and said you could, and halacha stam mishnah. So we said, no, Rav Yechanan did not, was not gairis that's new in the way we are. We were gairis that's new originally that they would say retroactively whatever was stolen from me is Michulal after it was stolen? No, no, no. Rav Yechon had a different girsa. It's called Hamislakate. They would do it preemptive. Okay. Here's the problem. We now have a contradiction of Rav Yechon on why. Because Dom Rav Yechon, Rav Yechon has to follow the Tznuin, right? Because it's Halachistam Mishnah. The problem is that Snu and As Is are saying 
that if you're magdi, you could be magdish something after it's stolen. Rebbe doesn't believe in that. So the answer is no. Change the snuin. They're not talking about after it's stolen, they're talking before, and they're using the mechanisms of Brera. So Rav Yechon holds a Brera, because Rav Yechon is Mishnah. The problem is Rav Yechon doesn't hold a Brera. Why? Rav Yechon has a Shita. Whenever you have brothers, the father passed away, and the two brothers, uh, let's say there's a hundred sheep, and a hundred cows, and cars, and then they're splitting up the inheritance. There's two ways to look at it. You could look at it as whatever they get, they split up. You could look at it as if you believe in Brera, then you could look at it retroactively, that was always his, that was always yours. If you don't believe in Brera, how do you look at inheritance? You look at it as a purchase. We're making a business deal. I get 50, you get 50, we're making a deal. It's not that, that was always mine, that was always yours. It's a business deal. What's the Negea? The Negea is, is it undone by Yoival? If it's an inheritance, Brera, no, I, we never made a business deal. That was always mine when the father passed away. That was always my brother's when the father passed away. If you, believe, if you don't believe in Brera, you're forced to say that it's a purchase, that it's a business deal. In which case, it's undone by the time of Yoival. The point is, Rav Yechon doesn't believe in Brera. So we're back to the original problem, which is, Rav Yechonon has to follow the Tznuin, because it's Halach Yistam Mishnah. The problem is, the version of the Tznuin is that they hold you could be Magdish something after it's stolen. Rav Yechon does not hold that way. So the answer is, change the, change the Tznuin. That's not what they hold. They're doing it preemptively, and it's working with the mechanisms of Brera. The problem is, Rav Yechon doesn't hold a Brera either. So Rav Yechonon is not like the Tznuin, no matter how you cut it. So the Gemara says, You know, forget this whole thing. Rav Yechon is talking not like the Tznuin. Keep the Tznuin as they were. Go back, everything reverse. Undo everything. Poof. Go back to the way it was. Rav Yechon is talking not like the Tznuin. I, I thought Rav Yechon has to hold like a Stam Mishnah. The answer is Rav Yechon has another Stam Mishnah. There's a second Stam Mishnah and Rav Yechon follows the second one. Again, Rav Yechon and Shita is that once an item is stolen from you and it's not in your domain, it's not in Beisai, you can't be Magdashin. Because by Hegdash it says Beisai. I, the Tznuin, hold that you could. And it's a Stam Mishnah. The answer is there's another Stam Mishnah. What's the other Stam Mishnah? The Mishnah says, "This is a, this is a, we had this a week ago." Okay, if I steal from Gavin and Menashe steals from me, so I have to pay Kefil. Menashe doesn't. Again, So Reuven steals from Shimon. Levi steals from Reuven. Levi does not have to pay Kefil. Why? Because he stole from Aganif. Again, I steal from Gavin. Menashe steals from me. I have to pay Kevil because I'm the original thief. When Menashe pays, he has to pay me Karen, not Kevil. Now, the question is like this. Why doesn't Menashe pay the original owner Kevil? You should get double Kevil. I should pay you Kevil. He should also pay you Kevil. Why not? The answer is it's not in your bias. Even though it's still yours, it's not in your bias. Something that's not in your bias, you do not have control over. That's the point. So Rav Yechonen extrapolated that to Hegdash. So he talked, Rav Yechonon had two Stam Mishnas ahead of him. He had the Tznuin who said that even though something's not in your dominion, you're, it's still yours in Halacha that you could be Magdashin. And then he had this other Stam Mishnah that he felt was telling you that because you don't have to pay Kefal when you steal from the Ganav because it's not in the original owner's domain, it's not his anymore. Even though it's Halacha, he still has, he doesn't have control. So Rav Yechonon went with one Stam Mishnah over the other. So the Gemara says... I understand why the second Ganav doesn't pay Kefal to the first Ganav because he's not the owner. But why doesn't the second Ganav pay Kefal to the original owner? You see from here that when an item is not, even though it's still yours, but it's not under your dominion, you don't have control. 
So Rav Yechon extrapolated that that would tell you you can't be magdish something that's not under your dominion. So that's how Rav Yechon learned. So he, there is taka stam mission of the tznuit, but there's another stam mission. He followed the other stam mission. So the Gemara says, "My chazes does lebaser ha he stama leavet kahai stima the tznuit." Well, if you have two stam missions, why does he choose one over the other? The answer is in one tells you that you could be magdish something that's in your uh, that that's not under your domain, and one stam mission says you could. Why does he pick one over the other? The answer is in Svara, he felt the Pasuk says by Hegdish Beisai. Beisai implies something. To, something. If it's not in your bias anymore, it's in The Gemara says, Mishim to say the way he read the Pasuk was Pashit, not like the Tznuin. So he followed the other Stam Mishim because the Pasuk says, Ish ki yaktish is Beisai, Kodesh Lashem. Ma Beisai Bishusai, Af Kol Bishusai. Beautiful. Now, to the end of the daf is very simple. What the Gemara is going to do over the next two, three minutes is like this. Rav Yechanan, we said, Rav Yechanan said that the Tznuin and Rav Daisa both said the same thing. The Tznuin said that they would be Mechalel Netaravai after it was stolen from them. And Rav Daisa would be Mafgir after it was stolen from him, the, the, the Leket. So the Gemara says, If Rav Yechanan had not said that they agree with each other, I would actually think that they don't. Why? Let me explain outside. Rav Yochanan said that the Rav Dosa and the Tznuin, it's fine, it's just noises. Tznuin and Rav Dosa both agree with each other. The Gemara says, if Rav Yochanan hadn't said that, I actually would have thought they don't see eye to eye. Why? Which one's a bigger Chiddush? Again, the item is stolen from me. It's not in my domain. But Chazal are saying... That you still have control, that you can be Magdish, Mechalel, Mafkir, all these things. Out of the two, which is a bigger Chiddush? You know what's a bigger Chiddush? The Tznuin. It's a way bigger Chiddush. Why? Out of the two, which is much more sensible that you should be doing it, or that there's a concept of doing it? The case of Rav Dosa is you have poor people who are allowed to take Leket. They're allowed to be in your field. They're taking Leket. And they just don't know Halacha properly. So accidentally, they'll take three sheaths instead of two. So to protect these poor people who don't know halacha but are allowed to be there and they're trying to take what's rightfully theirs, Rav Daisa says, be mafkarit. The tznuin is way out of the box. Those are guys who broke into your field, are stealing netaravai, and you're saying, I'm going to worry, worry about them. Rav Daisa would, I could have seen Rav Daisa saying, I, I'm, not, I'm not protecting those guys. Meaning, Rashi and Tysus explain, no matter how you cut it, Rav Daisa and tznuin, all these things, at the end of the day, once it's stolen from you, it's still, you need Chazal to be metakin, that you could still be mafkir, still be magdish, still be mechalel. It's a bigger chiddish, that Rav, the Tznun is a much bigger chiddish than Rav Daisa. Because Rav Daisa, I get why Chazal would be cool with you being mafkir, because those are poor people who are just trying to keep halacha, they thought that they're allowed to take it, they were, it was an innocent mistake, as opposed to the Tznun case, well those are guys who broke into your field and stole they happen to steal Netzar Ravai, that's a much bigger chiddush. So Rabbi says, if Rav Yochanan had not said that they agree with each other, I would actually think that Rav Daisa does not agree with the Tznun. Yeah. So the Gemara says, Tznun is like Rav I, I get why everyone would agree with Rav Yosef. Why? Those are poor people. Of course, you metak and they help them. Rav Daisa less like Tznun. But I would have said that Rav Daisa does not hold Rav Tznun. Why? Maybe they shouldn't. You shouldn't help a Ganavim. Maybe we shouldn't. We shouldn't make it that it's impossible. Why should I be able to? Maybe. Maybe you shouldn't help Ganavim. Maybe we should make it. You can't be mechalal something after it was stolen from you. So it's a bigger chiddush. Rav Yochan said they agree with each other. It's not a big chiddush. 
two more of this. Rava says something similar. Rava similarly said that had Rav Yochanan not said that they agree with each other, Oh, this is actually interesting. I would actually say that the Tznuin is not following the same lines that Rav Dosa. How so? Okay. Um, what's the what's the lumdus of the Tznuin? The lumdus of the Tznuin, we're saying, is they hold like Rav Dosa, that what? Even after something's stolen from your domain, and it's not under your dominion, you, you, you still have control that you could be Mechala, you could be Magdish, like Rav Dosa. They're both saying the same thing. Rav says, I actually would have thought that Tznuin have a completely different approach, and that is they follow Rav Meir. Rav Meir Shita is, all Meiser belongs to God. That's Rav Meir Shita, throughout the Shas. Mm-hmm. Meiser is Mum and Gavoya, that you have permission to use. Rav Meir was related, it was relevant in, in Masechah's Kedushin. If you Magdish and Isha with, with Meiser, it doesn't work, because it's not yours. It belongs to Hashem, you just have permission to eat it. Now notice, Meiser is not yours, but are you allowed to be mechalit? Yeah. So maybe the Tznuin actually hold like this. Maybe the Tznuin hold, not like Rav Dosa. Rav Dosa's point is that even so when something's stolen from you, you still could be mafka, you still be mechalel, you could still be magdish, you still have control. And we're saying the Tznuin hold the same thing. I could have actually said not like that. Maybe the Tznuin hold that the reason why you could be mechalel netaravai is not because once something's stolen from you, you still have control. No, no, no. When it's stolen, it's not yours anymore. So why do they hold you could? Because Netaravai is similar to Meiser. Meiser is never yours. And the Torah allows you to be Mechalalit. So Netaravai has the same thing, meaning not that when something's stolen from you, it's still your control. Forget about that. No. When something's stolen from you, it's not yours anymore. You can't be Mafka, you can't be Mechal, you can't be Magdash. So why could you do it? Well, Meiser is never yours. But the Torah allows you to be Mechalalit. So too Netaravai, the Torah allows you Mechalit. Once the Torah is allowing you Mechalit something that's not yours, doesn't matter whether it's in your domain, stolen from you, it's not Afghan. But to apply that to a larger concept, like Rav Yochanan is doing, that Rav Yochanan is taking the Tznuin, in the case of Netaravai, and he's saying this is a larger view, that an owner that has something taken from him still has control to be Mafkir, to be Magdish, to be Mechalot, He's ex- expanding this bigger than I would have thought. I would have just thought that Netaravai is different because it's similar to Meiser in that. Meiser is never yours, but the Torah allows you to be Mechalit. Once the Torah is allowing Mechal something that's not yours, it's not yours anyway, it's God's. So it was a nafkamina whether it's in your domain or not. It's never yours anyway. But Rav Yochanan is sort of expanding it. This is like a bigger, a bigger concept. I wouldn't have done that. Let's just see it inside. The Gemara says, Havamina, if not for Rav Yochan's statement, I would have actually said, Mantan and Tznuin. Who are the Tznuin? Not Rav Dosa, but Rav Meir. I would actually say it's Rav Meir. Lav Amar Rav Meir. Didn't Rav Meir say, Meiser, Mamun Gavaya? That Meiser, Shani, is not yours ever. It belongs to God. And yet, even though it's God's, the Torah calls it yours regarding so Kerem Ravai Nami, Gomar Kodesh Kodesh Mimaisa. We know the Kerem Ravai is, com- is compared to Maiser Sheni because it says Kodesh Kodesh. So Ksiv Hacha Kodesh Shilulim, Ksiv Maiser, Kol Maiser Haaretz Mizera Haaretz Lashem Kodesh. Ma Kodesh Shlukami Maiser. So therefore, I would have said, just like Maiser, it's not yours, but the Torah allows you to be Mechalit. So too, Af Avol Gavde Mama Gavayilin and Pediuk Merachmana Bereshuse. Af Hai Kodesh Nami Sliv Gavde Kerem Ravai. Af Gavde Lav Mama Devayu Lina Chuli Akmer Bereshuse. So I would say the same thing. I would have thought that Netaravai is not actually yours ever, but it's, God allows you to be Mechalalit. 
Once that's the case, that it's not actually yours, does it matter whether it was taken from you or not? It's not yours anyway. Even when it's in your domain, it was never yours. The Gemara says, Even when it's in your backyard, it's not yours. And you're able to mechal it. Therefore, you could deconsecrate it even after it's stolen. But to apply it to other areas of halacha, like leket, like rivdoisa, even the mamayna didei, because that's your actual property, I would actually say that maybe when it's stolen, you can't be mafkaret anymore. So if not for Rav Yochanan, I would not have actually expanded uh, the tznu and shita to anything other than maiser sheni or leket, or, or, or netervai. Last point, the Gemara says, Amr Avina, yet one more. Rameir. Correct. So then you really can't extend it from 10% to 20%. Why? Because 10% is. No, but it's a good point. No, it's a good point. But the Torah allows you. The Torah, although it's Hashem's, Hashem gave Chazal the right to distribute it with whatever they felt was right. And Chazal allowed you to go up to a Chaimish. Yeah, that's what you'd have to say. It's 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 Hashem's, but Hashem allowed Chazal to tell you you could distribute it as they feel fit. Now the Gemara just ends off with this. We'll end with this. Amar Ravina. Let's just finish up. Amar Ravina. Same thing. If if Rav Yechon had not said that Snoon and, and Rav Daisa agrees with each other, have I mean, You know what I would have actually thought? He said that the Snoon and Rav Daisa agree with each other. I would have actually said that Snoon is Rav Daisa. Meaning, I would have thought that Snuin and Rav Dosa are not two different people that agree with each other. I would actually think that Rav Dosa was the author of the Snuin statement, which, by the way, would have answered our original question. Original question was, how could Rav Yochanan argue with the Snuin? It's halachic, it's Mishnah. But if you could prove that that Stam Mishnah was authored by a Yachid, even Rav Yochanan is comfortable disagreeing with it. Meaning, how, Rav Yochanan follows halachic, it's Mishnah because he assumes that when Rav Yudah Nasi authored the Mishnah with a Stam Mishnah, he didn't give a name to it, it's because that was the majority view. But if you could prove that that Stam Mishnah was only authored by a Yachid, mm-hmm. maybe he'd disagree. So I would have actually said that if Rav Yochanan had not said that the Tznun and Rav Dosa agree with each other, I would have actually said that Tznun is Rav Dosa, which would answer the original question, like how could Rav Yochanan argue with the Tznun? The answer is because Tznun is just Rav Dosa. It's just one Rav Dosa. It's not a Stam Mishnah that follows the majority, you know, this ethereal rabbis. It's Rav Dosa. The Gemara says, Havamina, man tana desun, who is Snun Rav Dosa? Now that they agree with each other, they are the same person. Mm-hmm. And this would answer our original question. How could Rav Yochanan argue with Stam Mishnah? Rav Yochanan, Stam Rav Yochanan has no problem arguing with the Stam Mishnah if it's authored by Rav Dosa alone. He, argue, he doesn't like arguing with the Stam Mishnah when it's authored by this ethereal, you know, rabbis. But if it's just authored by one person, so if Rav Yochanan had not said that they agree with each other, I would have actually thought they're the same person. I will stop it.